The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Monster Monday presented by DraftKings, America's number one rated sportsbook app. I'm Ross Tucker, but of course, you guys already know that. Journeyman offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, now a bunch of media gigs and several podcasts, including this one. And we really help and hope you guys can spread the word via social media. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL everywhere you look. The show is at Ross Tucker Pod, Twitter and Instagram. We will have a new special sponsor confirmation email winner this week. Wait till you guys hear a little bit later in the show exactly what you're going to get a chance to do if you take advantage of one of our sponsors this week. Probably the coolest thing we've ever had. Speaking of cool, it's perfect timing for today's guest for a couple of reasons. Number one, there are no preseason games and I got my preseason start as a color analyst next to him. Number two, there's going to be a lot of stadiums closed this season with no fans, which means about a zillion more people will be watching him on the Red Zone channel each and every week during the season. He is the great Andrew Siciliano from NFL Network. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. Andrew, good to talk with you. How are you, buddy? Likewise, sir. Thank you for the amazing introduction. It's good to see you. You do not. We'll see. I'm accounting all the helmets back there. Do you have all the helmets back there from every team? Um, You know what? You'll appreciate this as much as anybody. The only one I didn't ask for because I was so disgusted was the Cleveland Browns. There you go. I, I was so shocked and so disgusted. That I was like, you know what? Forget. It's funny because, like, you can't see it. I have a, I do this show on YouTube now, right? So it's youtube.com slash Ross NFL. So over there are like my jerseys. Behind me is helmets and game balls. You would have no knowledge <laughs> that I spent a month in Berea or Berea, Ohio. Berea, yeah. I mean, I, start, I started to like, when they traded for me, I started the last three preseason games that year. 
I thought I was going to start the opener, and then they traded for Hank Fraley and cut me, and I was like, Hank Fraley. Yeah, at that point in your career, I'd already been cut like three times. I knew the deal, but it's weird that like the my last cut shocked me the most because I really thought like I was starting against the Saints and rookie Reggie Bush in the next game, and then instead I got cut and had to drive five hours back. Every other place, I was like, hey, man, can I have my helmet? Can I keep my jersey? I was like, I didn't ask for anything. I didn't want – I. I wanted to like forget that that month ever happened. Wait, wait. Mm-hmm. What was was Ryan Tucker on that team? Did they think they were cutting the wrong Tucker? <laughs> no, Ryan Tucker was on the team, which is really funny for two reasons. And Andrew, you're like me, by the way. You go on other people's show and you start asking questions. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's how, anytime I go on another show, that's what I do. But here's what's funny about that. I don't like to talk about myself. I'll hijack and talk about you. No, no. I'm the same way. I'm the same way when I go to places. So, number one, my nickname always was Tuck. But when I got to Cleveland, Ryan Tucker's nickname was Tuck. And he was like a good, solid starting tackle and established. So, they're like, well, we can't have two Tucks. And they're like, we don't really like Ross. They said, what's your middle name? And... And this is Jeff Davidson. And my middle name is my grandmother's maiden name. Aye. But it's it's Finch. So I started so my month in Cleveland, not only did it suck, but they called me Finch. Okay. And not only that, you know, I think the back of my jersey, it might have I'm not sure. It might have been R-O dot Tucker. I think I think it was. I, I I honestly think. Because you can't just have Tucker and you can't just have R Tucker. Right. You need to be R O dot. There aren't very many times. Like if you somebody somebody one of my listeners gonna Google this. How many times have you had to have the first two letters and then the initial there, before the there's letter? not that many. I, I wanna say the Bengals had to recently with John Ross and another Ross, but I might be imagining that it's happened, but it doesn't it doesn't happen often. And by the way, out of coincidence. As I try to hydrate in the heat today, I am drinking from a, a Browns Hospitality Cup that somehow ended up in my backpack uh, for the Miles Garrett game on TNF last year. So uh, there you go. Nice. It all, it all comes full circle. So I'm get, so I mean, people that already know you and already follow you on Twitter at Andrew Siciliano probably know this, but if you don't know it, Andrew's a, a Browns fan or grew up a Browns fan. I, I'm a diehard. I, I grew up a Browns fan, so. The shortest version of the story is I grew up in Northern Virginia, like five minutes from Redskins Park, where where Steve Spurrier used to try to kill your quarterback. And uh, I that was when the Redskins were winning, and I should have been a Redskins fan. Uh, my father's from Cleveland. We would spend a lot of my summertime in Cleveland. Um, so my dad's a diehard Browns fan. So my brother and I are, are diehard Browns fans. Um, even though we have never lived there, my brother is actually still in Northern Virginia with his family, and he is a Brown season ticket holder. Uh, he does not go up for all eight games. His his wife would likely leave him, but he he goes up he goes up for a few. So uh, Andrew and I first met and worked together on the St. Louis Rams preseason right, game, maybe 2011, 2012, something like that. And you, it was it was twenty. It was 2012 or 2013. I want to say 2012. Okay. Who are, and you're doing them, you're doing them now when they have them with is it 
Mina Kimes and MJD? So last year it was m me, Mina, and Nate, but Nate didn't go to the Hawaii game for reasons that escaped me. Um, and MJD moved over from radio where he's the, the, the normal radio guy with JB Long. He did the TV that day. Uh, this year, we're not really doing games. We, we, we think we're doing scrimmages. Um, and it's going to be just for now, I believe, me and Mina. So, uh, but the scrimmage shows, I think a lot of teams are trying to figure this out here. If, if you're allowed a stadium scrimmage, which teams are allowed two of them, do you put them on in lieu of preseason games? And, and how do you do them? Because they're not really games. So I think they kind of just become like preview shows with 11 on 11 behind you. And obviously you try to call the game, but it's not exactly a down and distance and X's and O's kind of situation. It's more like a, like talk a roster show. preview, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. More like a talk show. What yeah. about, um, and you also have hard knocks going on out there right. in L.A. So, there, I mean, there's a lot going on with L.A. football right now. There is. Uh, you know, we have a rookie quarterback with the Chargers and Justin Herbert, and we have, uh, you know, Anthony Lynn uh, trying to put his stamp on it with Tyrod or Justin Herbert now that Phillip isn't there. Um, you have the Rams, obviously, with, uh, with Jared and without Todd and with Aaron and with a new defensive coordinator, um, with Brandon Cooks in Houston, uh, you know, with the whole backdrop of a brand new stadium, the, the honest to, honest to goodness, I sound like a shill here, but as, as good a stadium, as amazing a stadium as we have built for sports in North America, period, end of conversation. And it looks like, at least for now, to start, as, as it is with most teams, you can't have fans there. Um, Taylor Swift was to have opened the stadium on July 27th. Alas, that did not happen. Um, I probably would have been in the front seat or the front row with a cardigan on. Um, but that, that didn't happen. So uh, they have a brand-new stadium like in Vegas, and they've got two teams that think they're pretty good. You, you know Taylor Swift's from my tiny hometown. I'm friends with I know. I know, yeah. I, I had an ex some years ago. They got me to Taylor Swift. Full disclosure, um, I don't know that I'm a Swifty because I don't I don't like those I don't like to label people. But I've seen her a few times. I think she's amazing. I know most of the words, not from this new album necessarily, but yeah. I love Taylor Swift. Met her a couple times personally. I talked with her dad. Uh, she's awesome. Uh, speaking of awesome, you are and have been awesome for years. Thank you kindly. The host of DirecTV's Red Zone channel. So a couple questions on that. The first one is, how many years is it now? Like, when did we start this? So, Ross, this will be year 16, believe it or not. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know what? You know what, by the way? You know the first time I even knew what it was? Was like 2004 or 2005. And 2005 was the first year. Okay. Oh, you know what? Before that, you could get um, Sunday Ticket. Right. Sunday Ticket was a thing. And then what David Hill basically came up with this idea with Eric Shanks, who's now the president of Fox. And they decided, we're going to try this in 2005. And so that was, that was year number one. Got it. The reason why I knew that is because... My parents didn't get the Sunday ticket, so I was right. playing in Buffalo, 
But like if I was starting in a pretty good game, they would ask a family friend to uh, to record it. And so they'd record it and maybe I'd check it out in the summer or whatever. But like during a commercial break, they would switch over to other games. <laughs> So, or, so were they were they recording on the VCR then? Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, I guess. Yes. So that was when I that was when I found out about Sunday Ticket, and then and that people could watch every Bills right. game or whatever. And then Red Zone was the next year, and you've been the guy the whole time. Yeah, so it, it, it's it was crazy how it kind of came about back then, David. So David Hill. Uh, so back up, Fox owned Directv at that point. So David Hill came up with the idea. And for those who don't, David Hill, he's an Aussie. He's an innovator. He's a multiple enemy winner. He's the guy that put the blue dot on the puck and brought the NHL to Fox. He's the guy that put together the Fox NFL pregame show that's now in the Museum of TV and Radio with Howie and JB and, and Jimmy and just the crew that we see now every day. Obviously, without Strahan, he was still playing. So he's an innovator, and he came up with this idea because they had it in Italy – um, I don't remember the name, but they did it, I believe, on Saturdays for Serie A Soccer. And they brought the idea to the NFL, and they said, we want to do this. And the NFL said, fine. They got the networks, Fox and CBS, to sign on. And that deal was supposed to start in 2006. But they had agreed to it before the 2005 season. So David said, we're doing it now. I'm giving the green light on Fox. We're doing it now. And CBS said, time out. We're, we agreed to it next year, not this year. So the first year, we couldn't show CBS games live. It was like, Ross, when you and I were kids, and, and you could only see the highlights from the other network once those games were over. And so it was a much different feel. And if, say, Fox only had three games at 1 o'clock, that's all we had. Um, so I, I never thought it would ever come to this in any way, shape, or form. But, but somehow, somehow we're still here. And – at what year did the NFL Network, who you also work for, right? Say, but I didn't at the time. Yeah, right, right. Say this thing's awesome. We should do it too. So it was the next TV contract, whatever that was. So maybe 2010 ish, I think nine or ten. So four to five years later, uh, NFL Network launched its own one. Um, Scott Hansen, who's awesome. Scott, who, by the way, I, I went to Syracuse with. He's a couple of years older than me, but we knew each other at school. Scott was a reporter at the network. They had some tryouts. They had some auditions. They, they nabbed Scott to do that. He does a great job. And then in 2011, so a year or two later, I then got hired to go to NFL Network, at which point, well, at that point, there was still a lot of confusion. Like, wait a minute, there's two of them. How are there two of them? I went to my buddy's house and you were sick. No, I wasn't sick. You you just had the other one. Wait a minute, there's two of them. Like, how does that happen? So everybody was confused. And then once I started working at NFL Network, then people just were lost at that point. And they still couldn't figure it out. But I think that now, after all these years, you figure it out. Like, if you have Sunday Ticket, if you have DirecTV, you get me. If you have Cable, you have Scott. And there are two of them, and we exist in in, in happy harmony and, and alternate universes. All right. So tell me the the hardest part of that show or the one thing about that show, because we know so many people watch it, that people wouldn't believe or would be surprised by. 
I mean, the hardest thing, honestly, is is getting everything live. Uh, we we think we've set a pretty high bar, and it means a lot to us to to never miss anything, right? So, which is imp- like let let let's cut the BS at, at with ten with, with ten games at one o'clock, you're going to miss things. You can't predict a seventy-five yard Patrick Mahomes to Tyreek Hill touchdown. You just can't. Um, you can say, "Hey, it's fourth and one. We think, or it's it's fourth and one. Let's go there because we think they're going to go for it." You can try to get ahead of the action, but you're inevitably going to miss things. I get angry when we miss things live. I'm always honest with the audience. Hey, this just happened 30 seconds ago because your audience has Sunday ticket. So there's a good chance your audience has a man cave and they've already seen it or they have an iPad or a tablet or a phone and they're already setting up a second or third or fourth screen where they've seen it. So you you almost make it a breaking news kind of program. But I hate when we can't anticipate the action or just simply put, there's not enough room on the screen. And we all take that. Uh, we have a lot of pride in that, but you could only split the screen so many ways and people at home get angry. Um, understandably, we say, wait a minute, you're breaking my screen down six ways. I have an 80 inch television and now there are these little boxes. I can't see anything. Why are you doing that? I said, well, the alternative is you just won't see that Josh Allen to uh, Stefan Diggs touchdown live. And if you're happy seeing it two minutes later, then so be it, you know? Um, is it the hardest thing you do? Is it really, really hard, or is it not as hard as it looks? Um, I mean, that's a trick question. I would say, and this sounds like I'm someone thanking the Academy, that we have an amazing crew, and for the most part, we've all been together from day one. I mean, there are plenty of people that have come in and out, but there are five or six or seven people that have been there for 16 years. And we are in a really good rhythm, I think. And we, there are a lot of nonverbal cues and and we, we kind of think with one brain. Um, But yeah, I mean, I, I can't say enough about the people in the control room who, I mean, Ross, you, you call games, you know, what goes on in a TV truck. That's just for one game. We have a control room in which there are they're juggling ten feeds and they're listening to the backhaul from ten different trucks, waiting to see if this one's about to go to a break or this one's about to go to billboards or this one I don't know has to go to JB in New York for an update. And they're in there juggling hand grenades, figuratively speaking. So from a technical aspect, I don't know that there is much harder. From my perspective, I have like two spotters out there who are helping me because physically my brain would explode if I had to watch 10 games. Uh, it's not hard, but I think we we have a, a good rhythm where it does feel like you're riding a bike after all these years on Sunday. I would actually watch, and they've probably done one before, but I would watch a behind-the-scenes show yeah. about that show. I really would. I like I'm curious how you even use your spotters for that when you're on, and you know that that's that's fascinating. We we've done some behind the scenes like in house videos at Directv, um, but yeah, it, it's it's. I mean, this year with social distancing, it's going to be different. It's going to be a challenge, certainly. Like any other TV production, you have to be safe and you have to keep people at a distance, and you're going to have a slimmed down crew. 
but uh, they they truly are amazing because the information, like it, it's the most important thing to me is just to get it right. Like I don't want to tell the guy at home that Tyreek's Hill, Tyreek Hill's touchdown is 18 yards when it's really 14, when the difference between 14 and 18 cost him his fantasy week. I, I don't want to get that wrong. Or and when we go to a game and it's fourth and one, I, I need to be able to explain it's fourth and one because the coach lost a challenge and what the challenge was, what the call on the field was and why it was ruled a certain way. Like you, you need to get that information out. You can't screw that up. And so a big part of what my spotters do is like, I try to get every name and number and Jersey in my head. Obviously I can't, they have rosters there to help, but it, it's just like, okay, we're here. Why are we here? Like, like, what is the scenario that got us here? And that's why those guys are invaluable. Um, have you thought about the fact that whatever your record ratings are and numbers, it should be through the roof this year? I mean, first of all, most people I know watch the red zone, whether that's you or Scott Hansen, um, unless their team is playing. Mm-hmm. They're watching the red zone. Even even if their team is playing, sometimes they watch the red zone. Secondly, with so many of these stadiums to be empty or twenty percent, I mean, you are gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna be different this year. Yeah, it is, and I think that goes really for all of us. Uh, we, I mean, look at the NBA and look at baseball. Look at the opening night for baseball. That was what the highest regular season night in baseball in twenty years, or some something like that. Um, I, I know that I had one of those to sit on the couch and drink beer and do nothing days yesterday, and it was a joy. We had the NBA on the playing game. We had NHL playoffs. We had Dodgers Angels. Um, there was PGA that I wasn't watching, the UFC that I didn't see. But uh, those ratings are all through the roof. Now, is it last dance back in May when truly we had nothing, when truly nobody went outside? No. But what it is, is football coming back. And uh, I, I know I got this feeling this morning. Like I got up this morning and, you know, wiped the sleep out of my eyes and looked at my phone and saw that the Browns at that early hour were, were live streaming on Twitter their practice. And then the Titans were doing the same. And we're doing inside training camp on NFL Network. But the last couple of weeks have been nothing but COVID testing and calisthenics, right? So to actually see guys with helmets on doing football things and actually seeing what AJ Dillon's calves look like or okay. seeing look Odell looks like he's running okay Baker does look slimmer or hey Mike Mike Keith on the Titan broadcast talking about how valuable Khalif Raymond is to that team um that got me so excited and we're going to do the same on on inside training camp tomorrow so yes to your point I do think ratings will be sky high and uh, it's, you know, your job, my job to, to paint that picture as well as we can for people because they, they wish they were at the stadium, as do we, because, I mean, there's limited access even for us. Last question. Um, I'm long-winded, Ross. I'm sorry. No, not at all. Not <laughs> at all. So, so certainly um, over the years – there's without question been more and more fantasy emphasis. Sure. Um, what's that been like? And have you guys started on the sports betting stuff or will you this year or is it still not there yet? So I, I don't think we're there yet. Um, full disclosure, I have not been told 
what the plans are in that regard. Um, I think it's a it's a slow process. Um, you know, the Broncos a couple of months ago came out. They or two, last month, whatever it was, they became the first NFL team with an official gaming sponsor. I think that was uh, a massive, massive move. Um, I, I don't know how many other teams have followed suit or will this year. Um, look, we're aware of it uh, and we've been aware of the fantasy. We have a fantasy zone channel that Kay Adams has done or Lindsay, Lindsay Rhodes last year as well. Um, and you know, we want to cater to the fantasy fan as much as possible because we know I should put that on vibrate, shouldn't I? We know how important it is. And we also know, like I said before, everyone's got a second screen and everyone, if it's not fantasy, um, they have some kind of interest in this game that perhaps goes beyond who their favorite team is. Um, I, I always get texts on Sunday saying, why are we on this garbage game? You must have, uh, I, I don't know, pick a guy. You must have Jordan Howard in your fantasy team. I don't, I swear. We have <laughs> never changed a game based on my fantasy team. Um, but we know that people care about it and that's why we do fantasy updates throughout the day. And, uh, we want to do our best to super serve the viewer. And I think that's the same thing, like whether it's at, at uh, SoFi stadium here, or whether it's at Allegiant stadium, all these stadiums really with the great Wi-Fi they put in in Santa Clara when that building opened six years ago, they want to super serve the fan because they know that moving forward, the fan that goes to the game wants to be connected and is about more than just the entertainment on the field. There is no question. Andrew, terrific stuff. This is exactly what I was looking for. You know, hearing your voice, seeing you, and knowing that we're only a couple weeks away gets me even more fired up. I know the listeners as well and the viewers on YouTube. Thank you so much. Ross, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. I'm going to dig up a photo because I know I have one somewhere of you in a uh, in a well-fitted Rams Nike golf shirt. Nice. Nice. I still have that. Some, actually, you know what? I've lost some weight, so I think I might have gotten rid of that or given that away to somebody. But Oh, you know which one we have? Were you? I think you were there that day when they had Jeff Fisher mustache day, right? Yes. Yes, I have that photo somewhere. Oh, I got to see that. Awesome. Hey, make sure you check him out on Twitter and NFL Network and DirecTV's Red Zone channel everywhere else at Andrew Siciliano. Thank you, Andrew. Ross, good to see you, man. Glad we glad we did this. Absolutely. Looking forward to seeing that Jeff Fisher picture at some point. Also looking forward to every single one of you getting Raycon earbuds because they are awesome. I love mine. I even got one for one of my Go Big recruiting employees, Jason Esposito. He loves them. He wears them when he's working because you can actually talk with them as well. So six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, and a more compact design gives you a nice noise-isolating fit. And you can talk with them on awesome. Everywhere you look, Snoop Dogg. J.R. Smith, Mike Tyson, everybody is wearing Raycons these days. Now is the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Look at Brian. Brian is showing his Raycon earbuds right now.
Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash Tucker. That's buyraycon.com slash Tucker for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Trust me. Trust Brian. Trust my employee, Espo. They're awesome. Trust Melissa Etheridge, Brandy. Buyraycon.com slash Tucker. Buyraycon.com slash Tucker. Tuck takes. Let's start today, Ross. Uh, amazing. Alex Smith News. Washington quarterback activated to the roster from the PUP list after being cleared for football activity by the team. So the, the story is amazing. And if any of you missed the Stefania Bell interview a couple weeks ago on a Monday like this, I highly encourage you to go back and either watch it at youtube.com slash NFL or listen to it because we went in-depth on the Alex Smith situation. I, I guess I'm going to stand by what I said earlier, Bri. I, I still would be surprised if he actually put that leg in a situation where an opponent could hit it. But maybe I have no idea what I'm talking about. Maybe I, he's been told that it's – Structurally, as good as it was beforehand, I don't know, but I guess we're going to find out one way or the other. Tuck takes. More opt-outs. This time, it's officials. Five on-field officials and two replay officials have decided to take the season off. Yeah, and that's it. I mean, they've already had the deadline, so that's it. That's all it's going to be um, as the five on-field officials, the two replay officials, not very many, only seven officials, and those guys are up there in age, right? So they're a lot more likely to have poor outcomes or comorbidities or any of the terms that you use when you're talking about this thing. Um, five on the field is not enough to really have an impact on the season. I got to ask that on the You Better You Bet podcast. It's not. Tux takes. Other news includes the 49ers signing veteran wide receivers Tavon Austin and J.J. Nelson, Jaguar signing Bruce Miller after five years being out of football, and the Packers signed D-tackle Kenny Clark to a massive four-year, $70 million extension, $25 million signing bonus. Can you imagine signing your name and getting $25 million? Like... You're totally set. Your kids are set. Your kids' kids are set. I mean, it's just – and it's funny because he's a nose tackle. Like, he gets it primarily because he stacks and sheds centers and guards. I mean, it's just – what a country, right? Like, what a country. What a life that, like, you can be a 6'2", 310-pound man that can lock out another man, throw him off of you, and grab another man. Here's, here's a check for 25 million bucks for doing that. Glorious, glorious country. Uh, so Kenny Clark, very deserving. He's a stud. I mean, he really is. He is good. So very deserving of that. He's still really young. I think he came out of UCLA. He was like 20 years old. So love that signing by the Packers. He's really good against the run and a good interior rusher. He's one of the best D tackles in the NFL, in my mind. Bruce Miller out five years. I don't think we've ever seen that before. Five years? Five years out of football and then coming back? That's got to be a record. 
five years out of football and then coming back. And the Niners signed Tavon Austin and J.J. Nelson. I think just depth and also because I don't think they think Debo Samuel will be ready week one. So they wanted to make sure that they had other options. We'll see if those guys are even on the opening week one roster because, remember, then their salaries are guaranteed. Speaking of remember, I got to give Brian credit for this one. This was Brian's idea. So you guys know that we now do uh, the podcast video and audio. So you can check it out on YouTube. I mentioned it a bunch. I know a lot of you have been listening to it for years. You don't need the YouTube part of it. That's cool. We'd love if you subscribed anyway. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. If you do, you can be the you can get a little cameo shout out. Even if you're not going to watch it that much, if you subscribe, you can be the cameo shout out winner. But Brian had a good point. We can actually send the link for how we, it's kind of like a Zoom link for how we record the show to one of you. And you can ask me a question like Ask Ross. Or maybe even we have you got one of you team me up on the Tux Takes. Either way, we want you on our show. We want you on our show. You can get on it by taking advantage of any of the sponsors you hear this week or you see on the sponsors page at RossTucker.com. But we especially are going to look at the people that get the DraftKings app on their phone like my father-in-law did yesterday and put in the promo code ROSS, DraftKings Sportsbook app, put in the promo code ROSS, and even if you just deposit a dollar or $5, that's all you need to do. That is huge for us, and that is how you go ahead and get on the show. Or go to betql.co, enter code ROSS20 for 20% off your first payment. So for those of you, there should be no confusion, but in case there is, the BetQL app or BetQL.co, that's where you go to find out what bets you should make, especially other sports, but NFL, whatever, right? I I mean, I use it for other sports. NFL, I kind of make my own bets, but for you guys, you can use it forever. That's where you go to get advice on their algorithms and best bets. BetQL app, BetQL.co. The code there is ROSS20, ROSS20. DraftKings is where you go to actually place those wagers. And then make sure you send it to me, Ross at RossTucker.com, so I can pick which one of you gets a chance to get on the show. And you can pick. You can either do Tux Takes for a day, or you can do the Ask Ross and ask me any question that you would like. One of the coolest offers, giveaways, whatever you want to call it, we've ever had. Shout outs go to Pizza Boy Brewing, DynastyFreaks.com. We will have, how about this? We will have the College Draft Podcast later this morning, breaking down the Big 12 top 10 prospects in the Big 12, which right now is saying they're still going to play college football. And we will also have on Tuesday, we're doing Andrew Brandt a day early this week. So you get back-to-back Ross Tucker football podcast love. I think we're done here. 
for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.